Democrats press for details on Soleimani's strike, but Trump administration gives few. Washington, under increasing pressure to defend the killing of a top Iranian general in Iraq, senior Trump administration officials offered new justifications but little detail on Tuesday, citing threats to the American embassy in Baghdad and intelligence suggesting other imminent attacks that helped prompt the strike. Democrats stepped up their criticism of intelligence that the administration provided immediately after the drone strike last week that killed Maj. General Qasim Soleimani, the leader of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps. The administration's formal notification to Congress, which remains classified, provided no information on future threats or the imminent attack, officials who have read it said. Several said it was improperly classified, and Senator Richard Blumenthal, Democrat of Connecticut, called it vague and unacceptably unspecific. Lawmakers pressed for more answers on Tuesday at an intelligence briefing by administration officials. Iranian forces or their proxies were days from attacking American personnel when President Trump decided to strike General Soleimani, Defense Secretary Mark T. Esper told reporters at the Pentagon. Mr. Esper added that General Soleimani had traveled to Baghdad to coordinate attacks following up on a two day siege of the United States Embassy there last week by pro Iranian demonstrators. He declined to elaborate but called the intelligence exquisite. Mr. Trump was more forceful but no more specific. General Soleimani was planning a very big attack and a very bad attack for us and other people. Mr. Trump told reporters in the Oval Office. And we stopped him. Their defense of the killing came as Tehran launched its initial response, firing a dozen ballistic missiles early Wednesday from Iranian territory targeting American forces in Iraq's Anbar province and Kurdish region. A Pentagon official confirmed that the missiles were launched at bases hosting American forces, but provided no initial damage assessment. Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, ordered a direct and proportional response to the Soleimani killing, not the kind of covert action through proxy forces that Tehran has traditionally employed. American officials in recent weeks warned about the threat from short range ballistic missiles that Iran had smuggled into Iraq. As the threats from Tehran increased, several NATO allies conducting training for Iraqi troops, including Canada, Germany, and Croatia, decided at least temporarily to remove some troops from Iraq. Canada, which leads the NATO training mission, announced it was withdrawing its 500 troops and sending them to Kuwait. Fueled by what they have called weak and inadequate briefings from the administration, Democrats grew increasingly vocal in their skepticism, arguing the administration has a high burden to meet to show that the strike was justified. Some drew comparisons to the flawed intelligence on weapons of mass destruction used to justify the 2003 invasion of Iraq and the recent revelations about the failures of the war in Afghanistan. Between no weapons of mass destruction, no clear and present danger, the Afghanistan papers, there's plenty to be skeptical about. Senator Robert Menendez of New Jersey, the top Democrat on the Foreign Relations Committee, said in a brief interview The burden is on the administration to prove the truthfulness and veracity of how they made their decision. The CIA Director, Gina Haspel, has spoken with multiple lawmakers in recent days, some of whom have urged her to be more forthcoming about the intelligence behind the killing. Ms. Haspel, in turn, has emphasized that she had serious concerns about the threat posed by General Soleimani if the administration held off on targeting him.
Before the drone strike that killed the general, the pro-Iranian protesters had attacked barricades outside the American embassy in Baghdad, and American officials feared the attacks could resume and the situation could easily grow more dangerous, threatening the diplomats and military personnel who work at the compound. General Soleimani had arrived in Baghdad to pressure the Iraqi government to kick out American forces after attacks by the United States on Kataib Hezbollah, an Iraqi militia group with ties to Iran, according to American officials. One official noted that General Soleimani was traveling with Abu Mahdi al-Muhandis, the Iraqi who helps lead the Iranian-backed militias and who was coordinating the attacks on the American embassy. Mr. al-Muhandis was also killed in the strike. Additionally, the classified document sent to Capitol Hill only recounts the attacks that Iran and its proxies have carried out in recent months and weeks rather than outlining new threats, according to three American officials. Former Vice President Joseph R. Biden Jr. demanded that Mr. Trump give a sober-minded explanation of the strike, its consequences and the intelligence that prompted it. All we've heard from this administration are shifting explanations, evasive answers, repeated assertions of an imminent threat without the necessary evidence to support that conclusion. Mr. Biden, a front-runner for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination, said in remarks from Pier 59 in New York. If there was a threat, he added, we're owed an explanation and the facts to back it up. Iranian-supported militias have increasingly directed attacks at Iraqi bases with American forces over the past two months, officials have said. Since May, intelligence and military officials have warned that Iran has been preparing for attacks against Americans in the Middle East. The reports have prompted the CIA and the FBI to relocate officers out of the American embassy in Baghdad in recent days and weeks, though some CIA Officers were relocated earlier, according to officials briefed on the matter. Some went to other parts of Iraq, and officials emphasized that the moves had not diminished intelligence collection on Iranian activity in the country. Administration officials, including Ms. Haspel, were set to brief the entire House and Senate on Wednesday, though it was not clear how detailed they would be. But expectations are high, said Senator Christopher S. Murphy, Democrat of Connecticut. We're all going to want to hear why they thought targeting Soleimani was the best option, what were the other targets on the table, did they know about the collateral damage, he said. Senator Rand Paul, a Kentucky Republican who has long vocally opposed the lengthy deployments of American forces overseas, has emerged as one of the few Republicans willing to criticize the decision. He questioned the administration's claim of an imminent attack, citing Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's repeated criticism of General Soleimani. I've always been surprised at how presidents in general, including President Obama, stretch the idea of what imminence is, Mr. Paul said. I can tell you the Secretary of State's been talking about for over a year all the things Soleimani has done. I think they found this as an opportune time to take him out. Mr. Pompeo has led the administration's defense of the strike and said on Tuesday that the intelligence was presented to Mr. Trump in broad detail before he ordered the strike. It was the right decision, Mr. Pompeo said. And Robert C. O'Brien, the national security adviser, said that General Soleimani was plotting attacks on diplomats, soldiers, sailors, airmen and marines at multiple facilities. Mr. O'Brien said the intelligence would most likely remain classified to avoid putting sources of intelligence and collection methods at risk. But, he added, I can tell you that the evidence was strong.
With the exception of Mr. Paul, most Republicans on Capitol Hill have coalesced around the administration. We had very clear, very solid information from the intelligence community that indeed there were going to be imminent attacks that could involve hundreds of people, could involve even thousands of people. Senator Jim Risch of Idaho, the chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee, told reporters late last week, calling the intelligence rock solid. The House was set this week to consider measures to curtail the president's war making powers on Iran by invoking the War Powers Resolution. A similar measure could come to a vote on the Senate floor as early as next week. And the Democratic led House Foreign Affairs Committee announced a hearing set for next Tuesday on the Trump administration's Iran policy. Adam Goldman contributed reporting from Washington, and Katie Gluck from New York.